Alright, welcome to the Legendary League of Legends podcast. Maybe do a take where you don't laugh saying the name of the show. Really, really? You want me to do a take where I don't laugh saying the name of the show? It's just that ridiculous of a name, dude. Come on. Okay. So welcome to the Legendary League of Legends podcast, a podcast I've just pulled out of my ass four days ago, and now we're going to start talking about League of Legends and the LCS. Uh, I'm Nizzy or Anthony, and with me is... I'm Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> or Matt. <laughs> or Matt. All right, uh, so topic one. Week one's over. How was it? What would you think? What did I think? Uh, of the game quality, or was I surprised? The, the uh, show, I they, the games. I mean, the production value was fantastic. As is. As is. <laughs> as is always. Is. That, that intro where he kept trying to remember it was just LCS actually was so funny. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. It was, it was very good. Uh, I don't know if it beat Vettius and Medius <laughs> doing the Sherlock Holmes thing, <laughs> but the quality of the games was all actually like very high, I think. I mean, I feel like a lot of people some, are going to but... disagree with you on that. Okay, the ones that I cared about were <laughs> quality games. You, you, so just the, just the Cloud9 versus TL1, just that one. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> it's the only match you cared about all week. Well,. I liked beating 100 Thieves, and I liked watching TSM. You know what? I, I liked beating 100 Thieves too. I didn't like the second part. I've, ooh. I'm real, I'm real done with that curse. That curse can go somewhere else and leave me the fuck alone. What did you think of the game quality? Uh, it's... I, I've seen a lot of people being like, it feels really like brawly and kind of like they were just fighting each other rather than actually doing any macro sense. It seemed like, a, T, like TSM versus Clutch was a real good example of this, where TSM would just... Aatrox was winning. They got a lead off that, and then they didn't do anything else. Yeah. I feel like in Fox's second game, they had a really good macro, though. I mean, they pressured uh, Dragon so early uh, with Rush on Karthus, and they really like held up uh, the objective pressure that whole game. I'm trying to pull up the schedule so I can make sure that we're looking at. Oh, I have a link. I got, I got him on it. Okay. So that was their second game, which was um, against Golden Guardians. So maybe that's kind of just <laughs> a fluke, because obviously he got actually bodied against Clutch Gaming game one on Karthus. But... Well, the thing about with, with Karthus is like he's counterable. You and me have done this before in game, where you just go take his blue buff. Stop him from getting a blue buff, and he's behind, and he cannot catch up. Yeah. Well, wasn't, wasn't it versus Clutch for game one, he... Huni just like flashed the wall level one and killed him. Like, I think so. I think yeah, I think that happened game one. Because I, I don't know. I was yeah, only half paying attention it. to this game. Uh, we should probably pay more attention to the future. We should, we should probably pay more attention. It wasn't level one. It was like early game, I think. Yeah, but still, I mean, that just puts him so far behind. Oh yeah, on no, Karthus Car is and... it's so important to scale on Karthus. Otherwise, you're just kind of useless, and you can do 200 damage to a team in a fight, and that's mostly it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was... I feel like if you're playing Karthus, and it gets to the point where the casters are talking about whether or not you're dying in the right place, <laughs> then maybe there's a small problem with the play. Yeah, I don't... Perhaps that you're, die you're dying too often if the position of your deaths is really becoming the the crux of any argument to try and save you. Yeah, yeah. 
there there are times when dying is a good thing. Like if you're split pushing and you pull five members and your team gets a drake and a turret and something for your death, then that's fine. It's whatever. Or it doesn't fucking matter. Go or if you go in the middle of them and you die and you just spam them with Qs while you're Zaya uh, <laughs> and uh, Quirky poke them from afar. That's probably acceptable. But yeah. I think he ended the game with how many deaths did he end the game with? Seven deaths. That's really not great. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, five, seven, and three. Technically, that's positive. However, <laughs> I'm sure Rick Fox was not pleased. Rick Fox was not pleased about a lot of things coming into this split. That's true. Demonte looked really good that game. Demonte though. was definitely looking good. Demonte yeah. was looking like a strong player. Five oh five at the end of that game. Three forty eight CS. Um, in thirty nine minutes. That's not bad at all for, for Demonte. <laughs> What did you think? Tell me what you thought about uh, the Optic games. Uh, this is something I want to hear your, your feedback on. Oh, wait, hang on. Okay, that one. Um, the Optic game. Uh, I don't know. Optic seemed... Like, they just seemed strange to me. They, they were able to play CLG, but it well, looks like CLG has no idea how they want to play League of Legends right now. It looks like they have no idea what they, what they want CLG to do. looked really disparate as a team. Um, I'm not sure that putting in Moon... No, Moon's, was, Moon was fine. Well, he was fine, but I don't know. I don't know how much practice they have together, but... I mean, like... I mean, CLG getting destroyed by the Academy team... That's really bad for CLG. To be, to be fair, it's the Academy team plus Crown, a world champion. <laughs> Alright, but that was the game Crown was on Lissandra. And and he and he demolished. I mean, he did okay. He went 2-1 and 11. Oh, that's actually really good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, he had 11 really assists. That's good. my bad. No, 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 you're right. He actually, he popped off. Um, but I feel like most of that game was just really good team play compared to CLG. CLG just looks so split, with Darshan not taking Flash, and then Power of Evil not really on a carry champion, but just trying to set up other players. It seemed like they were sort of in in roles they weren't incredibly comfortable with as players, and maybe that's something they're trying to work on, but maybe the stage isn't the place to do that. Or At some point, you have to, obviously. But So, who are the teams that came out 2-0... Okay, so we have Team Liquid, Fly Class, Fly, Fly Quest, and Clutch Gaming. So Team Liquid, not a shock at all. Not, not a that's, shock. No. That's exactly what I anticipated. They're, they're probably looking for that 18-0 season. And I don't know if they can get 18-0, but I think that they're probably... I mean, they're definitely in playoffs, and they're probably champions, unless oh, no, C9 they're, or they're TSM. They're in playoffs trying. Like the, yeah. the, it, by week four, if they don't have eight wins, or at least six wins, I will be shocked. No, they're smurfing on the rest of the league, to be sure. The, but The problem is, is TSM has done this before. They've done this for years, where they just demolish everyone because their individual skill of their players is really good. And then they they just can't, lose they just games. can't keep up. They don't, know how, they don't know exactly how they're actually supposed to win a game because they're not up 5k gold at 15 minutes because they're just better. That's fair. Clutch Gaming, not going to lie to you, shocked to see them there. Obviously, uh, I expected them to beat Free SM. However, I mean, I, I had don't... Fox at the bottom of my of my uh, of my. Uh, That's fair. List. I mean, I am actually surprised that because Clutch Gaming as a roster doesn't seem as strong as some of the other rosters. Like, sure they have Hooney, sure they have Piglet, 
but in the past few splits, neither of those players in their past previous previous performances in NA have really been instilling that much like confidence in their play. Um, and like, but to see them come out and, and dominate in the way that they did, you know, like all jokes aside, like TSM actually looks decent this year, mm-hmm. and for Clutch to beat them in a pretty convincing way. Really I caught mean, me off guard. Their early game wasn't all that convincing because they were getting kind of played around, but I don't know if that was Broken Blade uh, winning top lane and throwing off their whole early game plan so they had to fall back on survive and don't lose. Or if they, like, they actually that just That is what it felt like because uh, at 16 minutes, all of their kills were on jungle and top. <laughs> you know? So it felt like that early game shutting down Huni, especially on the Victor, especially shutting down that Lee Sin on Lyra early. Uh, that felt like it really sort of put... It hurt them, but I, I, I guess, I mean, they came back enough to win the game, so... They, they did, but, like, it was kind of off of one team fight where Akali got off. So, what happens if TSM bans Akali? Like, if they don't let them pick Akali? Yeah, but then what happens if any other team uh, bans Aatrox, you know? Like, does Broken Blade get to do this if he's... Well, it, it wasn't even Aatrox. just Aatrox, though, is that they were, they had a lot of control in the map, too. But that's true. Atro- the Canadian played his mind out on that Gragas. That Predator really came in. He was playing pretty good with that guy. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, except for the end when he died like five times in a four times in a row. But <laughs> I mean, early game they lost the fight and they had to start ending. Like, well, is that the TSM law? You're the fan here, not me. I mean, that's the that's the game's law. Once you're leave, once you're losing the game and you're like, oh yeah, once you lose one fight, you just run it down. You need to start like. You need to That's start true. trying shit. You need to just try to get a little desperate for some good. Place. I think yeah, everyone should take notes on that. It's you know, once you lose one team fight, you run it down and just die right, four just times right in a row the without getting Just like Tyler says. One used to. <clears throat> used to. <laughs> Very fun. Uh, what else? Surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we talk much about the uh, Optic beating CLG with their academy team? We didn't talk much about it, but we mentioned it. And honestly, what is there to say? Like. I I'm, I mean the last couple splits CLG like obviously CLG is a team with huge history but the last few splits like after they lost Afro now that they've lost Tuhi they're just like not the same team right no. they don't have that same sort of shot calling prowess they don't have the same pressure um and I don't know like what's going on with them but it, it frankly wasn't a surprise to me to see them lose so badly um just because I haven't had faith in CLG in quite a while. <laughs> See, and that's why they're losing. They don't have any faith. I guess. I mean, I guess if you ask Kobe. <laughs> but Ugh. I don't. CLG has been in a very, very tough spot for like a very long time, like you said. But I just, I just like, how do you fix this team? They have Stixay, who's who's a pretty decent player, but like, and Biofrost is doing good too. But they just dropped who he. Their bottling doesn't seem like their problem, though. They dropped Huhi for Power of Evil, which should be an upgrade, but it really isn't working out. And then they can't, like, decide on a top laner. They keep swapping between Darshan and, uh, uh, was it, what's the other player's name? I have no idea. See, this is, this is why they shouldn't pick him. <laughs> well, that's bad. You shouldn't pick players just because I know them. That's just <laughs> terrible advice, to be honest with you. Uh, it's Fallen Bandit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he play this? Yeah, no, he, he played Sunday. Oh, he played Sunday? Yeah. Did he perform? <laughs> like, well, I mean. Right. I mean, they lost, so, but. 
Oh, they were against Liquid, though, so that was just, like, gonna be an L. Yeah. But that's, I feel like right now... It seemed like a lot of games were holding rather even, especially until laning phase. I think TSM's the only team I saw that had, like, had strong leads before that. TSM and C9 were the only teams I noticed that had leads before 15, Mm -hmm. before laning phase ended. Yeah, I bet that's not surprising. Both those teams... Yeah, Bjergsen's on one of those really teams. Good. Like Bjergsen's on one of those teams, and that other team has they got um, they have sneaky double lift Jensen. Oh, C9, yeah, C uh, Licorice. Obviously, uh, Licorice has been playing really well. Yeah, like, uh, even Lickers I feel like good. even in the loss, C9 played pretty well. Like I wasn't watching that game like really upset. I was like, well, they're playing; they're just getting beat by tl and that you can't really fault them for that you know no, yeah it's it's hard to beat the number one team in the league but they did go further in uh worlds but losing jensen just means like you're not beating them you, like you don't have you're not beating it. them especially because you know whether or not niski's better in, than jensen in the long run for the team he just needs practice right like they went from a mid laner they had had for years and had incredible synergy with had practice with to a guy who's brand new on the team it's just going to take time to develop yeah all right, so let's move on to the next topic, which should be, uh, how is the Jensen and Niski trade working out? I think TL uh, better for TL by like better a, for a TL mile. right now. Um, I mean, I think it's just a flat upgrade for the team. They have, I mean, Jensen is an incredibly dominant player, and as long as he's not playing Echo in the playoffs against TSM, he's super consistent. So. Well, look, um, look uh, he's had a big problem of being able to beat Doublelift, and his strategy seems to be to join to beat, his if team. If you can't beat him, join him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now I won't need to press R on Echo against Doublelift, so I won't lose the game. <laughs> and my team won't grief me by putting a wall in between. Oh, wait, I did that. Damn it. Every, oh, wait, everyone that says was TSM grieving. played that played that well, and I'm like, no, C9 played that wrong. They put a wall in between them and the ranged champion. Yeah, that's not the best strategy. It's However, really that's in the past, and we don't have to think about that. He's not on the team anymore. No, no we can we can just move on for that. So Niski, Niski actually looked pretty good. I thought he didn't look like he was having too many problems. He looked like he was he had enough skill to play the game. He looked like he looked pretty fine against Jensen. Wasn't destroying. I thought him, he looked but... kind of bad against Jensen early. Uh, I don't know if it was just nerves, like first game of the season, which is understandable, right? Like. First time back in an A after a while. First time on the stage after a few months. Like, obviously, there's going to be some adjustments, but new team, right? But you're playing the guy you replaced. There's a lot of pressure there. So he seemed a little weak early, but he kept himself composed enough that in the mid and late game, he was still useful for C9. And then in the next game, um, he was just nuts. He was solo killing in lane. He was playing so well. But I don't know if that was Niski or Aatrox, you know? As I mean, even Niski said, right? Uh, he doesn't understand why teams aren't banning Aatrox on this patch. He's just busted. Yeah, Aatrox, Aatrox seems to be really prevalent. I think, does he have a... Yeah, it looks like he has 100% uh, a pre- uh, presence in Champ Select. So That's not surprising at all. No, it's not. I think him, Urgot, uh, uh, Akali, Lissandra, Rakan... And who's the last one? I guess Aurelia. Yeah, looks like Aurelia Lucian. Those ones all I think have a hundred percent. I mean, Niski ended against Hundred Thieves six zero and four. 
237 pharma 25 minutes that's i mean that's nuts who he ended 141 with 167 like he just got bodied that lane uh even like just from the beginning and i mean we can get into the teleport but like we can get into the teleport later but i mean just on a a pure matchup level niski appeared to be handling that really really well uh which is impressive because who he obviously has a lot of experience and is a I mean, he's a skilled player, right? He's not terrible. Um, maybe he had a bad game, but Niski just dominated that one. Yeah, so Although, they... I mean, all of C9 did very well. but So Niski's looking like he'll be okay, at least against the rest of the league. Maybe not TL. We'll see what he, how he does against uh, Bjergsen. That's what I'm waiting for. Week? I'm waiting for... I don't recall. I will check. Uh, but that's what I'm looking forward to. Next week they do not. Yes, next they week do. they play CL. Yes, they. Do. Oh wait, that's the ninth. Sorry, You're right. CLG and Golden Guardians next week. Yeah. So that. Yeah. So the week after that they play TL. The week after February ninth. So that's what I'm looking forward to is to see if Niski can put himself there, um. Uh, because Bjergsen, I think, is probably, other than Jensen, it's it's him or Jensen, obviously, still at the number one mid spot, mm-hmm. uh, and if Niski wants to come in and challenge. Jensen's legacy on the team and, and really push himself forward. He's going to have to, if not beat Jensen this split, uh, at least beat Bjergsen. Yeah. And if they can't do that, then I think not only does it not look good for Niski, it doesn't look good for the team's playoff hopes. Although maybe they can turn it around later, but you know. If the, if... But I think he could probably beat anyone else. He might have trouble in lane against Crown just because it's yeah. Crown Crown's another one you want to look at. Yeah. All right. So next topic is. Who are you doing 100 Thieves? Was it worth it? Who did they lose? Ryu. They dropped Ryu to put him in a coaching spot so that they could have uh, who he. I don't know. I mean, I'm tempted from the first week, the 0-2, just to be like, nope, obviously a downgrade, right? Like, they went from a playoff team to 0-2. Uh, I think only, like, 30-something percent of teams in history who go 0-2 week one make it to playoffs. Obviously, if there's a team that... I could feel like do that, that entire thirty percent is TSM, by the way. But keep going. <laughs> That's fair. I, but if if this split, there's any team that could do that, I I would imagine it's Hundred Thieves, right? Like obviously they underperform, but they have Aframu, right? An incredible voice. They have someday who's when he shows up, he's really showing up. They have Bang, um, Anda, who I think it's a good team. I don't know what happened. Uh, maybe there just wasn't a practice. Maybe they weren't as comfortable on their picks, but. I mean, everyone I think, was looking down, except for Bang. Everyone was kind of looking like they were underperforming. Yeah, every, I mean, that's true. I mean, even Aframu looked a little weak in there, but at least Bang looked good. At least 100 Thieves fans have something, right? It's like, well, we didn't waste any money on Bang, just everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. at least they didn't do anything else wrong, right? Uh, who's their jungler? Onda. Onda, yeah. I don't... I don't... Ando looks okay. I don't think he's anything special is the issue. But who else would they take, right? Who's I mean, it? it's like, did Dardock? <laughs> he's on Optic now. Yeah, you try to get Dardock. So, yeah, Optic's looking like they're going to keep moving. But I think they're, right now, they're, they have Fragus as their academy jungler. But, I, like... I have no idea who he is, and I really doubt that he's going to be better than Ando, dude. Like, so... I, I agree. <laughs> Which is why I'm saying, like, you know, you kind of have to keep onto there. It's unfortunate that they lost Medios. I think keeping Medios might have been really good for them. That, that whole debacle yeah. last summer made no sense. It's like, hey, why are we dropping Medios and Cody Sun? Two players who carried your asses to, uh, was it finals last year? Or semifinals? 
It's at least deep into the playoffs. I'm, I'm, like, I don't understand how you dropped those players. No, me neither. It seemed like an extraordinarily poor choice at the time, but, um, I mean, hopefully they have a plan. They have a vision of what they want their team to be. I mean, they uh, they, I guess they went out actualizing it. Like, I don't I don't know if they're gonna be able to get up. They need to either start stabilizing their top and their mid, and then feeding uh, bot lane for Bang to become their carry. But Bang wasn't even a carry when he was on SKT. He was always trying to be kind of a rock. Yeah, but I mean. To be fair, on SKT they had Faker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right, like, I'm, I'm sure Bang could carry if they put it in his hands. I, Cody Sun was doing that though. Cody Sun carried oh. them for the first two thirds of the summer split. I'm aware, however. Like, <laughs> like I don't like, they screwed themselves with that decision last summer by uh, alienating uh, Cody Sun. Yeah, that wasn't. I didn't really understand that, and I mean. Like, I get it. If you can get bang, I guess you get bang, right? Like Yeah, if somebody offers you bang, you're like, yeah, let's just take that. But then they, they would have been running Rakara because Cody Sun was not resigning with them. Yeah. I don't know. Is Cody Sun in the league right now? Uh, he's on somebody's Oh, he's academy. Clutch Academy. Yeah. He's Clutch Academy. Wow. Okay. That's surprising. That's unfortunate. Um, I don't know. I mean, aside from the actually, like, like throwing the game teleport who he had, he just looked weak, right? Like, he didn't look atrocious. He just looked not especially good. Yeah, you know what I mean? And He, he didn't look like he was going to contend. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know how he's going to stack up once he starts playing, like... Yeah, I don't know. It looks rough for 100 Thieves, this this split, but... It, it's a bad start, and they've really needed a good start, especially against TSM, who they will be fighting for playoff spots. Oh, 100%. Um, 100%. All right, uh, do we want to go on to the next topic? Your call. It's your show. I'm just the lowly co-host. <laughs> okay, uh, the other imports. Uh, who's looking out? Do we want to start off with... Uh... Bang, yeah, let's start off with Bang because we were just talking about it. Bang looks great. Sure. Bang looks like he's Bang really, looks fantastic. Really, really like fine here. His, apparently, his English is really good. Bang doesn't seem to be an issue. Um, I mean, no. the in the loss to C nine, he ended the game one zero one and only down about twelve farm, fifteen farm to sneaky, right? And that's the game where his junglers one and five, his mids one four, his supports oh three. If he's able to take Kaisa. And then even in as his team collapses around him, fails to get objectives, keeps dying, just can't keep up in team fights, and he still manages to stay basically even in farm and not die. I mean, that's that looks like a success for Bang. That looks like the Bang signing was a good thing, right? All right, so we're, we're in agreement. Bang is a very very good. Yeah, I mean, hold on, I want to look up how we did against TSM. I'm looking at the stats on the quick. Who else did I, I like that you're not talking. Vamp for time, you coward. I'm working on Okay, I also had uh, Broken Blade okay. and Crown that we could talk about. Oh, well, Bang ended uh, his game against Cena, uh, TSM 0-1-4 to Zven 7-1-3. But he was up farm, and again, he had a four-death top laner, a four-death support. I, I, I mean, the He's looking, he's looking solid, and he's looking like he can... You can keep up even when his team's losing, which will yeah, probably help. Yeah, if they can play, ar- I feel like if they can play around him and sort of stem the bleeding coming from the top side of their map, uh, hopefully they'll be able to stabilize. Yeah. But 
right, who's next? Uh, Crown or Broken Blade? Uh, let's go with Broken Blade. Broken Blade, new top lane from TSM. Very ma- massive question mark everyone's had on TSM's roster. Looked really good. He looked really good when he started uh, when he started well, playing. He had a really good early game against... Who, who, what, what was the champion he was playing against on... Uh, on uh, Scion against... Um, he, was playing, he was playing against Scion. Is Aatrox against uh, Clutch, so is Scion against 100 Thieves. Okay. No, he, he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah, he's on Scion. No, he but, ended that game 3-1-5 on Scion. Uh, he looked like he was he could entirely just keep up and lane on Cyan like he's a tank. It's not that's yeah, not the it's a Victor to too. Yeah. No, it's not. That's but a in the Victor, lane. he he. I mean, he won lane. He ended lane up in farm. He ended lane up in kills and assists, and he looked really strong on the Aatrox early game, like very early game. But he sort of fell off a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if that's a him problem though, or just like a larger the team sort of fell off. Uh, it looked like the, the, team, the team had no idea how to transfer their lead at that moment, and they kind of which is yeah. For it. yeah, that's fair. But I mean, he looks solid. Uh, we'll see if he can keep it up. Obviously, uh, but I mean, he was able to play Aatrox effectively, and I know some people were saying after the first Sion game, right? Like, yeah, he did well on Sion, but Sion's a tank. It's not like he was playing this incredibly difficult. He had a bunch of really good charges too. He did. He had a lot of great setups. He had a lot of great knockups. He had a lot of great slows. He really did what the team needed him to do. When he played on Aatrox, he showed the mechanical proficiency to get the kills in lane, to get to be up in farm, to do all those things. But he didn't really show us that he could transition that early game power, those early game mechanics, into the mid and late game. And I think that's something we need to look forward, uh, look f- from him, look to see from him moving forward, to see if in his next games against FlyQuest. Um, and nope fly quests and echo fox uh if he can transition those early leads if he gets them or if they just keep putting him on tanks and having him be that sort of standard rock and maybe let his van carry like in the first game when he had seven kills right as opposed to the second game where i think he ended oh and two um the, se- the second game it looked like tsm got a lead topside and didn't know how to bring that to the rest of the map or let it be its own thing and let the rest of the map uh, create its own pressure. Do you think that's because of the champions they were on or just because of the larger game state, the sort I, of failure I, of the larger I think it was game. a team. It was just a straight-up team issue. I don't think they didn't have the champions to do it. I think they just didn't, like, they didn't know how to do it at the moment. Like, they, they got there, they got a 5K, they hit the end of landing phase, and like, cool, we hit mid-game. Yeah, and then Demonte right, went six zero and Demonte went six zero and three on the collie. Yeah, and just uh, Demonte runs through the team like a like a, a blender, and everyone's dead. Just oy. oh, just demolishes them. A three zero and seven piglet on uh on Ezreal. That's gonna do some damage to your team. Um, yeah. And Hooney went. It looks like flat AP that game on Victor. So that's just gonna hurt, you know. I actually didn't notice that during the game. He went. Morello Lichbane. Huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, Crown. Crown looked great. Crown looked really good. Um, Crown looked yeah, like Crown looked no fantastic. Problems. Yeah, I think he's going to be able to keep that up. Uh, I think Crown and Bjergsen are probably the two mid laners that can challenge Jensen and TL right now. I don't know about the rest of Optic. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep the Academy lineup. If they're gonna go uh, for the sort of I, I think what were the LCS them. players, but what I think they're gonna keep swapping them around. I think Medios and Dardark are gonna be basically they're trying to make them basically interchangeable 
to whatever they whatever they think is. How best. do you think Medios feels about them? I think I, at the moment I think Medios is fine with him being swapped out because of team cohesion. Mm-hmm. I d- don't think him being on the academy team the whole split uh, is gonna do well for him in a mental way because it. Me either, but I also don't know that it would do well for optic. I don't. I don't it's hard to say if uh, Medios or Darduck should be the one playing. Like I guess that they want to play. Well, we haven't more... seen Crown Medios synergy yet. We haven't seen Medios on optic, so we can't really. Yeah, if they want to play more of a uh, supportive jungler role, like more on a late laid back kind of jungler, they would probably put in Medios. But if you want to play a more aggro jungler, you're definitely going to put in Dardoch. because Dardoch likes to do stupid shit and almost die for it. Yeah, I mean, yes, <laughs> that's very true. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm a huge Medios fan, and I just love to see the man play. But I mean, Crown looked fine, and I I would be shocked if switching the jungler affected that right like yeah i don't think i don't think it'll he just seemed to be week. able to control himself and i'm very excited to see him play this sort of other top contender mid laners in na and see him really carve out a spot for himself in north america like obviously on an international level level he's incredibly accomplished he's crazy good at what he does i just want to see him bring that dominance here uh and sort of make optic i think if optic is a relevant team it's really going to be off his back right um especially i mean this split anyway i mean he played against power of evil and po belter who po i would say are the best yeah. but po belter's kind of always been like the far po belter's not bad lane. though he kind of just holds the lane and kind of just keeps keeps it in there yeah but, i mean po belter's definitely not a bad player but he's, like, but he's never been one to win a lane outright like that fair enough like that well, there's a they reason play? they stuck him on malzahar duty well, next, next week they get him they're getting uh, a Demonte, which would be a good matchup, especially because Demonte didn't die in either of the games this week. Oh my god, he didn't die? No, he went five oh three on Galio, six oh five, six oh six on Akali or something. Oh, they gave him Galio, those fools. Yeah, Galio in game one, and then Akali against TSM, and I don't think he died in either one of those games. So I Demonte think that's actually why they like, went two zero. That's probably true. But Demonte's looking strong. I want to see how he does in the crown. And then he's against Froggen on Echo Fox. And again, Froggen, not really one of the contending top tier uh, mids, but definitely not a terrible player, right? Uh, and then Sunday, February 10th, so in two weeks, uh, Optic plays Team Liquid. And that's really the game I'm looking forward to for crown, to see crown up against Jensen, up against the definitive sort of hands down right now, best team in the league see what he can do from that mid lane to get his team an edge uh, and see if they can come out on top in that one. That's something I'm very much looking forward to. That week three looks stacked with Yeah, games, that week three way. looks really interesting. That, that week three looks good. Um, yeah. So do we want to talk about Froggen, even though he's not necessarily an import per se? He's been here well, before. He was here last the last time he was playing. We can. We can talk about Froggen. So he's been looking kind of... I didn't notice. I didn't notice much of him when he was playing. What, what team is he on? Is he on oh wait, Echo he's Fox on Golden or? Guardians, right? Oh, he is on Golden Guardians. Oh, oh he's on Echo Fox. So then he's not against them on. Wait. In a few weeks, I was a griefing. Oh wait, yeah, he is. What team is he on? God damn it! We should know this. We should. We should prepare next time. <laughs> he's on Golden Guardians. Okay. So he was part of the Golden Guardians O2, which actually I think is my next topic. It is. I mean, that O2 is frankly... I want to say I'm surprised, but it seems like a really new team. I don't know how much time they had together. 
in the preseason to really work on that cohesion. Um, but I mean, hopefully they're able to turn it around. I want to see Hodster succeed. I want to see contracts succeed. They just um, look like they have no idea how to put their team together. It, lo- it looks like yeah. it's a similar issue to CLG, except they have more talent and they just can't put it together. Well, I mean, my hope for them is that they figure it out, right? Like, I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to get playoffs this split, but hopefully they can at least improve, stop losing, stop these O2 weeks, you know, and and at least for next split, work on that team cohesion. Uh, I think that's what they like really need to focus on because there are a lot of times in those Golden Guardians games where it just didn't look like the team was playing well together. People were doing different things. People were not on the same page. It appeared at, at least when I was watching, but I mean, it, looking at their performance last weekend, I, I agree that they don't look like they're going to be able to make playoffs. If they can make significant improvements in the next two weeks, they might be able to change my mind. But at the moment they like this team that looked like they're probably going to be the, the fifth or sixth place playoff team along with, uh, Echo Fox or CLG or maybe I don't know not Echo Fox. What am I talking about? Either, with Clutch Fly Quest or CLG, and then out the gate, uh, CLG shits the bed. Uh, Golden Guardian shits the bed, and it looks like Echo Fox or uh, I keep saying Echo Fox instead of Fly Quest. Fly Quest and uh, Clutch are gonna be the ones that are gonna make it to playoffs. Fill those spots. Yeah, I mean Fly Quest looks pretty decent because it didn't feel like their wins were flukes, right? Like. Yeah, they played the Optic team that was mostly the Academy. Yeah, they played Golden Guardians, right? Like, maybe that wasn't the hardest week one, but... I mean, they came out of the gate, and, and their wins didn't look horrible, they you know? They didn't look that bad, and they seem to have a really... Like, a team that would would work well with teamwork together. You got Poe Belt, you got Wild Turtle, you got Santorin. Uh, you got, yeah, I mean, Santorin and Wild Turtle played together before. So did Wild Turtle and Poe Belter. They played together exactly. very recently. Exactly. I mean, I think that that's a team that has a huge amount of potential. Um, that I'm actually, I'm actually really excited um, to watch them going forward. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sold on Viper. I'm not. I'm still not sold on Viper. I'm not sold on Viper, and I don't know how I feel about JJ. I, he never felt like the reason they were losing. I uh, well, he was literally inting kills at one point. Just that's by making misplays on Orn. Though to be fair, they're playing Orn support. For some reason, well, they just know. really they really prioritize that Orin engage. I think did he pick it twice this weekend? I think so. Boy. He picked it in the Golden Guardians, and then who else did they play? Optic. Uh, yep, he had two Orin games this weekend. Just we, just so much. Who's there? Oh, their their academy supports Duo King, so I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think that it's not. JJ was from their academy team last year. I don't think it's going to be worth another upgrade like that. No, no, I don't. I don't know. I was just checking to see who, if they did, but. Okay. Let's go to my. I do think that. What you want to finish your thing? Oh, I was just going to say. I think if if they can, FlyQuest can like really tighten up the support and top lane role. And I don't even think Viper's like bad per se. I'm just not sold yet, right? Like Broken Blade. I'm I'm basically already bought in. I'm like, yeah, okay, Broken Blade can contend, right? Like, Viper, I still need to see more. And then if they can, like, shore up that support role, that bot lane a little bit more to give Wild Turtle a little more ease, a little more of an edge, then I think that FlyQuest can really maintain that position as a contending team. That was all I was going to say. All right, uh, next one. Uh, first straight. 
First Drake has become one of the most important things in the game. And I don't mean 100%. the first Drake in the game. I mean the first Drake of like that that type of Drake. That like the Earth, yeah. Earth Wind, Fire. First Man. Infernal Mountain Ocean Cloud. Yeah. So uh, a while back, I don't remember when this change was implemented, but they put in a change so that you get basically 150% of the old version of that Drake. So when you would get uh, 6% health regen. Or whatever, mm-hmm. I forget exactly the wording. It was four on ocean, now eight, uh, to eight. Si- and now it's six. Isn't uh, it, wait, isn't it 12 now? It's done the third. It went four, eight, 12. I think now it's six, nine, 12. But you get a lot, yeah, you get a lot more now. So even yeah. on Infernal, getting the first Infernal Drake is much more important, and that just as important is preventing the other team from getting it. We've seen this a lot this week, where teams were prioritizing getting a dragon around eight or nine minutes. Just oh, because absolutely. they need to pick one up. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just like, uh, like in the Echo Fox, the second Echo Fox game of Rush on Karthus, like part of that is obviously just that Karthus really likes an early Ocean Drake, but it's also we really can't give these guys an Ocean Drake, especially the Ocean Drake. Like with these buffs, with the hundred fifty percent, with the general buffs to the regen. I mean, Ocean Drake is just kind of looking like just so incredibly strong. Uh, especially now that a lot of these games are sort of so early game oriented, the games are so much faster. Like being able to win your lane, being able to stay in your lane so much longer, uh, stay in your jungle so much longer, that's a huge, huge benefit, especially since like the meta junglers are junglers like Karthus, right? Who need that so badly. Oh yeah, you give Karthus an Ocean Drake and it's just like, he doesn't need to care about the jungle anymore. Any Any AP jungler for the most part loves a good Ocean Drake to keep their mana up. So they don't have to spend all the time like waiting for their mana to come back up and having to back. Yeah. Uh, so I've actually had had uh, people have been th- saying this to me today that Ocean is worthless. I think it's the most important trick in the game. Like, 100%. It, it, there's uh, nothing Fox better got, than health. Against Golden Guardians, Fox got their first Drake at 6 minutes and 16 seconds. Dear I mean, that's an early Drake. They prioritize that heavily. I think they want to fight bot into it, too. And it spawns at, like, five minutes now. It does spawn at five now. Um, it act, They actually didn't fight bot. They did. So in the replay, um, they just shoved the wave. Rush went over. Apollo and Hakuho went over. And they just got a six-minute Drake. They didn't even do, like, a gank and a kill into it. Because at that point in the game, Fox was 0-1. The only kill was Contracts getting a kill on... Uh, solo earlier um but i mean that game though i mean rush didn't have a lot of gank presence early but he had a 40 150 gold lead just from farm at six minutes he had 60 farm to uh, uh the 25 30 farm of of contracts and he actually ended that game uh, uh against contracts i think up like uh oh my god he ended up uh, contracts at the end of that game had 166 rush had 256 how? Because I guess he just he was o three nine. He just spent that game farming. Which one right? was on? And who was on Karthus? He was on Karthus in both games. No, no, no. Who? Rush. Rush. Okay, yeah. I, I contracts was on Lee Sin. It, yeah, it looks like um, Karthus is a crazy hyper farmer right now. Which makes sense. I mean, his gank pressure is kind of weak, right? Like, what is he gonna do? He has his slow on the wall, but. The the team in the second game against Golden Guardians, it's Urgot top, Karthus jungle, Lucian mid, Zaya AD support, um, Leona, 
those are, I mean, barring the Leona lane, those are all really hard lanes for Karthus to gank. None of those champions, especially in the early game, really have a way to set themselves up for that. So he just power farmed, and I mean, he had a huge bounty. He got the six-minute Drake. He was up 40 farm at like six, seven minutes. And I mean, it showed. He was just so far ahead that whole game, despite not having the kills. All right. Uh, so let's look at next week. Next week's matchups. All right, let's start Saturday. Game one, Echo Fox TSM. What do you think? Echo Fox TSM. Why the hell is my schedule thing broken? Do you want a link? No, I have it. It's just broken. Okay. Uh, Echo Fox versus TSM. I think TSM should win this without trying. They they, they should be able to just hmm. have a lead. Without trying, eh? Yeah. Well, I didn't think they were going to win without trying versus 100 Thieves. That's fair. Um, I'm interested to see... If they run Acadian again, I don't know about Griggs' uh, wrist I injury. I don't think it's going to be better until at least halfway through the split, maybe. I don't know. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't realize it was that serious. Okay, so I'd love... I'm I'm excited for the Acadian Rush matchup. I think that'll be really good, because when he's on Karthus, he's a hyper-farmer, but like Rush and Acadian are both really good, aggressive junglers, and that should be exciting to watch. I do think uh, Broken Blade can probably deal with Solo pretty pretty easily and i think phoenix is going to probably get clapped by bjergsen but yeah i don't i don't see much in phoenix i think every lane i think the only lane they're pretty even on is jungle or the only position they're even on is jungle um and i, I think that only I just think be is smarter i think he's got better pathing and better priorities i think yeah that's fair so i think i do agree that rush is better not only because of what you said but he's also just got experience like he's just been playing pro longer than Acadian. i think they've been playing for close to the same amount of time uh, but Akini wasn't always starting. I uh, was he in Challenger? Is that what's up? I don't recall. Either way, I think Rush is a better jungler, but I think top. I don't know enough about Broken Blade. I assume he's better than Solo just by the way he played this split. Although, or this first weekend. Although Solo didn't look horrible. Um, to be honest with you, so maybe that'll be a diff difficult one for him, but we'll see. But I think TSM should be able to win that. I mean, uh, Bjergsen and Bang. Oh, Bang. Oh, my God. Bjergsen and Ven should be team. able to keep that, yeah. they should uh, be able to win keep that, that team alive pretty quickly. Yeah, those are the two uh, that I'm really hoping keep them alive. Even if Broken Blade just turns into a tank bot top lane, those two should be able to carry. That, one, that wouldn't, I think, even hurt TSM, though, because I think TSM has enough talent on that roster that even if they tank bot him top, Great. That means we get a Bjergsen carry, we get a Zven carry, right? We get an Acadian carry. More, most likely, Bjergsen or Zven, but both of those players have shown time and time again that they're, they're, they excel at that role. So that wouldn't, that wouldn't even be bad for them. All right. So let's go to the next C9. matchup. What? Next matchup. Go. C9 GGS. Uh, C9 wins that hands down. Yeah, C9. I don't... Unless, unless they heavily grief that game. Unless they um, decide to take out their starters and put in their... Academy team again. Unless they feel bad about cutting contracts and give him a freebie. Unless, after all this time. After all this time, if they give him the freebie. Now, um, Golden Guardians hasn't inspired, uh, inspired me in any way as a viewer. Um, I don't think they have what it takes. Like, Even when C9 lost, they looked solid, right? Like, they didn't get just curb stomped, right? They held their own they just got beat. Golden Guardians looked like they were falling apart. So I think Cloud9, I don't even have a lot to say on that. I think it's just them. Yeah, just... I, I think they'll skill match up them just like CSM and Fox. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's much to say about why they're going to lose. It's really apparent. 
Alright, of Thieves versus Team Liquid. This I'm excited for. I, I'm not. I'm not I'm not ready for T for TL to lose to Haunted Thieves and confuse the fuck out of these these leaderboards. That's why I'm excited. <laughs> because if TL loses this one, then I don't understand League of Legends. I just the, imagine who he clapping. Then I need to find out who's writing these scripts because God bless that oh. God bless them. Um I think TL should have that. Yeah, without again, without really trying, they they should definitely beat them. I do think it's going to be an exciting bot lane to watch, though. Yeah, bang, bang, bang double lift. That, that one's uh, looking... Bang double lift, but also Aphromoo, Cordoj, right? Obviously, Cordoj is the world champion, but if Aphromoo fortifies his play and gets back to the level we're used to seeing him at, then that duo lane, both of those players on each side are going to be exceptional. Hey, they, they uh, played together back in Season 3, I think? Bang and Cordoj? No, no, no. Cordoj uh, and... Uh... Aphromo. Oh yeah, yeah. They played but against each other back in season three, I think. That's back, back in the day. We're back, we're talking twenty nineteen, League of, League of Legends. Oh, we didn't talk about Core JJ when we were talking about imports. Core JJ looks looks fine. Though. Oh, we should have done that. Yeah. We should have, but to be honest, there's not much to talk about. He just looks okay, and he, apparently his English is okay. His English seems good. Um, I haven't seen him do, do an interview yet, so I don't know. But I watched him stream a lot with Double Lift. Hmm. But. I mean, he. What what are we gonna say about him? Same stuff we said about Crown. He seems consistent. He seems good. He wasn't making any terrible mistakes. He wasn't losing them games, right? Nothing, nothing but a plus from Ole. Yeah, it seems right. to be that. Next one. Uh, next one is FlyQuest CLG. I mean, Fly again, Quest it's that seems. FlyQuest is two O CLG's O two CLG doesn't look like they were playing like a team. Um, I would be really shocked if CLG this next week seems like that Saturday is going to have a lot of it's, potentially it feels one matches. It feels one-sided, but at the same time, FlyQuest CLG seems like the highest. FlyQuest CLG and Hundred Thieves TL seem like one of the highest uh, chances. Upset potentials. Yeah, upsets. That's true. I mean, I would be like amped out of my mind if CLG won, just because I'd be like, where did this come from? <laughs> right? Yeah, like... they, they, they'd have to really put their shit together. They would, because Fly, FlyQuest just looks so solid. They'd probably have to win that game through top, and, you know, neither Darshan or uh, Fallen Bandit, is it? Have inspired confidence in me after this first weekend, so... I have to say FlyQuest. I think yeah. it's going to be FlyQuest. Yeah, I agree. FlyQuest doesn't look... It doesn't look like uh, CLG has what it takes to match up with them, even, like, lane to lane. Yeah. Alright, uh, next Clutch one. Clutch Gaming Optic, though. This game should be good. This one should be interesting. I'm looking forward to this one because I think it's going to be close. Even, I think it'll even be though Clutch is 2-0. Even though Clutch is 2-0, but I really want to see that mid lane matchup. DeMonte and Crown both performed incredibly well this first weekend. I want to see them go head-to-head. -head. Obviously, I think Crown has an edge here, being Crown. <laughs> However, I'm, I, I don't know how to call this game because I don't know what lineup Optic is going to use. If they use the Academy roster again, or what people are calling the Academy roster, like, I don't know. I feel like that might be a rough matchup for that team, right? Because I think that there's, even if all the individual members of Clutch are not maybe the best in their role, there's a lot of experience on that team. And I think at a certain level, experience just sort of wins, right? Um, but I don't know. I I mean I don't 
Optics seem like they have a really fluid roster that they can tag in and out of, especially because they have uh, Dardock and Meteos to swap around. But uh, I, th- I find it really hard to call. I, I honestly kind of side, side with Optic just because I think Crown will entirely control the mid lane. I think the jungle will probably win out. I don't know about top lane. And I don't know about their bot lane, but I think through the jungle and the mid lane, Optic will win. I agree. I think I'm going to give this one to Optic as well. So I think we agreed on everything for Saturday. Um, but I think that's because all those games look really one-sided except uh, Clutch and Optic. So Sunday, are you ready for Sunday? Game one. Golden Guardians, 100 Thieves. <sighs> it's 100 Thieves. They're, they're both 02, but I think 100 Thieves. They're both 02, but it's better. probably 100 Thieves. So if, if, I, do, I do have to say, if they beat uh, C9 the day before, I would definitely say get Golden Guardians might win this. But I, it's I mean, if they can though. ride that wave, but I mean, C9 is going to be, I think, an, even a much harder matchup for them than 100 Thieves is going to be. Yeah, I think by a long um, shot. But it just looks like Golden Guardians can't don't have it together. And I don't know if yeah. they'll have it together in time to be able to match up with 100 Thieves. And even still, I think 100 Thieves the lane, is beat. I think they just lose. Yeah, I think they've, they've shown that they're better than them over and over again. I think the I closest mean, matchup is Haunter on Sunday. And even that, I don't feel is that close anymore. Yeah, I don't think so either. So I think we both say 100 Thieves. Yeah, 100 Thieves is easy. Optic Echo Fox, I'm giving it to Optic. Uh, yeah, I think Optic too. I think Echo Fox hasn't shown me much anything that's that special. No, I'm giving it to Optic. Fine. I think I think both Dardock and Meteos are good enough junglers to be able to answer Rush. Um, and they I think that in all the... What do you mean? They played against him in the past. I know. And that's why I think that. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I'm going to give it to Optic. Uh, maybe it's just the mid-pressure. Maybe it's... Uh, I'm just really riding this wave of crown of a world champion, of a world champion here. But um, I mean, I think it goes down. Who does Fox really have to carry them? They don't have Huni any Huni anymore. <laughs> I don't know. That's fair. They lost Dardock. Dardock's on the other team now. <laughs> yes, you're not wrong. I mean, they they have a whole new roster. It's solo. Rush Phoenix is not going to be the carry. Apollo. Is it I Apollo mean, and Hakua? It's Apollo Hakua bottom. They, they're they're a fine bot lane, but who are? Oh, they're never the reason you're gonna lose a game. No. But what do we have on optic? We've got crown. We have uh oh, it, it, Asta it, it, or arrow bot. If arrow's back in, I don't think fly or uh, Echo Fox stands a chance. No, if arrow's back in, I think they get rolled. <laughs> Dokla or Lorem, I think either one of those could be fine in the Huni. I think Huni's gonna have an edge. I, I Big and Gate look like the weakest members of this team. Maybe Dokla. What, of Optic? Oh, a hundred percent. And I guess Asta, but Asta's just like I don't. I have no idea who that guy is. I think he played this weekend too, though. He, he was, did, and he, he did probably, well. Yeah, he was probably fine. Right. Um. Next up yeah, is so... TL versus Clutch Gaming. Both two zero. But do you think Both Clutch 2-0? is going to beat TL? I'm, it's 100% Team Liquid. I mean, it's the strongest team in the league versus a team I didn't even anticipate to go 2-0. Yeah. Right? I kind of did. I, I, I didn't think they were going to get anywhere near. They might they might have been on the borderline of getting in playoffs, but I don't think I didn't see them getting anywhere near 2-0 first week. Especially I'm gonna with be, TSM yeah. looking, looking decent. I'm going to be interested to see the top lane matchup. That's about it. Uh, I think every other lane is going to win pretty hard. Yeah. Um, 
Who's the who's CG's top lane? I can't remember. Come on, really? I don't remember. Oh, it's Tony. It's Tony. I'm stupid. It's Tony. We were just Tony talking ver- about Tony it. versus Impact. That's right. Yeah. And I think that they're both really great top laners who are not as good as they were, but are still. I'm just interested to see who wins that. Right. I think it's probably Impact. Yeah, but but we'll Hooney see. looked really strong last week. He looked like he was back in spring split Hooney form. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, it, it is impact. Until Hooney decides, I'm no longer spring split Hooney. Back to summer split or Hooney, right down the lane. impact decides top dive. Yeah, that too. If that happens, top that, dive. That, 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 that won't happen. Um, Alright, TSM FlyQuest. Yeah. Do you want to keep going? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, TSM FlyQuest. Who's going to win? That one is actually, I think, hard. FlyQuest is 2-0. FlyQuest is 2-0. Again, it's just the first week, and they had kind of an early, easy week. But... They, they, I mean, they beat uh, Golden Guardians and uh, Optic. Optic, Optic. yes. As much as we're like, Optic looks really, really good, but they're still... They're not They're not that good. They're a little shaky, no. because, cause yes, these roster moves are possible, and it looks like it could help them, but it could also hurt them. It could. I think that that's going to be a pretty close match. Um... Just on account of, I don't think either team is like extraordinarily weak in any one role, right? Like, Santorin is a consistent jungler, right? Pobelter is a consistent mid. Pobelter and Bjergsen have played all a lot. They've played for Obviously, the past three years. So I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think they don't know each other. They know each other. Obviously, Bjergsen tends to win, <laughs> like on his team, more than Pobelter has in the past, but I, I don't think that Bjergsen is going to, like, walk in and just clap him 10 and up, right? Pobelter's going to be fine, you know? Turtle into Zven, that might be a hard matchup. Viper into Broken Blade, I have no idea what to expect I, in that I think, matchup. I think top and bot lane are going to win, win outright for TSM, and then mid lane... You think Broken Blade's going to slap him? I, th- I don't think Viper's that good. I mean, I just don't know. <laughs> Viper was a Riven one trick who they've turned into an actual top laner, and like uh, the disrespect in that statement implying Riven one tricks are not real top laners. They're not real people. Let's get this straight. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I definitely box, think Broken box, Blade can, can at least match up against him, if not destroy him. Like, he, yeah. he demolished Tooney last week. Like, come on. That's true. Yeah, I think they outright right, no, win. that wasn't Hooney. Who did it? No, it wasn't. No, no, that wasn't Hooney. I'm, like, I'm looking at you. results. I'm not looking at the schedule. Uh, I don't know why I agreed with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that TSM probably takes it, but I think it, it will be close, right? Yeah. I think even if Broken Blade wins, I'm not convinced that like Wild Turtle gets clapped out of lane, right? Because he's just not that kind of AD. He's not that kind of bot laner. Unless they start tricking him into flashing forward. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess season three and season four, Wild Turtle. If we let him forward. flash forward over and over, then maybe. But he seems to have grown out of that. And his... yeah, he now knows when he should and shouldn't flash forward. That's true. I don't know. Zven, Zven's looking like a hard carry for TSM. I think he will beat the Wild Turtle bot lane, especially with the upgrade to Smoothie as a. Support. I mean, he lost to Piglet. Eh, Piglet's better than Wild Turtle mechanically, though. In lane, I would expect yeah, well, Piglet that's to be fair. really good. Who is Piglet support that game? A Vulcan. Vulcan? I don't know who's better, Vulcan or, or JJ. JJ? I would I I don't know. I've seen more of JJ, but I'm inclined to guess That's Vulcan. That's fair. I don't know. I mean, one game Zen goes seven and one, one game Sven goes oh two, right? 
obviously he's a player that can carry. I'm not going to doubt that. I'm not going to tell you. I mean, you're you wrong, saw the whole but... summer's split. He was trying to hard carry TSM to anything. That's true. I, mm, I mean, yeah, they probably do win that. So I guess I'll. Mm. I don't know. I'm really torn to on this one. I'm going to give it to TSM. I just don't want to. Cloud9 versus CLG. Cloud9. I, I, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Cloud9 fan. I'm saying that because it's... I'm saying that because... CLG looks like CLG one of the worst looks, teams in the league and Cloud9 looks yeah, like their CLG, second place. CLG looks like bottom two for me. Uh, competing for the bottom with Golden Guardians. I but, think all of our predictions really hinge on Golden Guardians beating Cloud9. Golden Guardians beat Cloud9. This whole league's going out Dude, the window. February 17th, CLG plays Golden Guardians, and that's going to be a game, bro. That's gonna, Oh my god, that's going to be like Echo Fox versus Dignitas? Or no, Renegades versus Dignitas. Where they all oh my god. Oh my shit. god, I'm having flashbacks oh. already. Oh! oh I'm a... so excited for that. Alright, uh, I'm out of topics. Yeah, I think that concludes our first week. No, I, I mean, I'm excited about the week. I think day one looks It a looks little bit really weaker. one-sided, but the more one-sided it gets, the higher the potential is for upsets. That's true. Uh, I'm also excited to revisit in the future how these imports do, right? Because it's difficult to gauge, I think, just off one, off two games, right? Mm-hmm. Two best of ones does not a, a full picture paint. You know, yeah. so I'm excited to come back in the coming weeks and really look at these guys, and then also remember Core JJ is an import. Um, <laughs> We're gonna come back uh, and Crown and, and Broken Blade are just gonna straight in, just that's it. Or all, just all this hype, or clap them, just absolutely body them. But we'll see. So I think that's. I think you're done, right? All right. Uh, thanks for watching the pilot episode for the Le- Legendary League of Legends podcast. The Legendary uh, League of Legends podcast. Yes. Yes. I love that. Thank you, thank you, Riff, for giving me that idea that I totally just stole from you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you have any uh, any constructive feedback, leave it in the comments of wherever the hell I post this. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Have a good one. Bye.